Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You see, so many times, instead of looking at the situation and even at ourselves from the standpoint of what the Bible says about us, of what God says about us, of how God looks at us, we look at ourselves with our own natural eyes. And when you do that, you, you, you can't see what God's done. You can't see yourself in Christ. You know, I look a whole lot better in Him than I do out of it. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan in Him. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will give you details on this month's special offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Now, if you have your Bibles tonight, open them, please, to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, the very first chapter. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. I think I'm going to start reading with the 23rd verse of this first chapter of Corinthians. You could follow me as I read. Then we'll take one verse here in a moment for a text. 23rd verse, But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jew and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Oh, hallelujah. My, my, my. That's already preached a sermon just in those two or three verses, didn't it? Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised has God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus." who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise God, we glory in the Lord. Now, I want to notice for a text that 30th verse. But of him, that's of God the Father. He was talking about God has chosen the foolish things of the world and so on. But of him, of God, because you see, it's God that planned this great plan of redemption, not man. God planned it. But of God are ye in Christ Jesus. You see, so many times, 
instead of looking at the situation and even at ourselves from the standpoint of what the Bible says about us, of what God says about us, of how God looks at us, we look at ourselves with our own natural eyes. And when you do that, you, you, you can't see what God's done. You can't see yourself in Christ. You know, I look a whole lot better in him than I do out of him. Amen? And you do too. But see, I can't see you in Christ, and you can't see me in Christ. But yet the word of God said, but of him are ye in Christ. And that's the way God sees us, is in Christ. Now listen, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus. I'm glad I'm in him. Are you? Hallelujah. Who of God? Christ Jesus of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness. He's made unto us righteousness. He's made unto us sanctification and redemption. Hallelujah. Well, if he's made unto us all of those things and I'm in him, then that's the way God sees me. I think about that great text in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, where it said, him that who knew no sin, that was Jesus, was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. There's another one of those in him scriptures. If you want to be a successful Christian, and, and we've listed most of the verses for in that little booklet, little mini book in him. If you want to be a successful Christian, read through the New Testament and write down all the verses that talk about in Christ, in him, in whom, hallelujah, and just begin to confess that's who I am. Even if it doesn't seem real to you, begin to confess it because the Bible said it, the Bible said it, it's so. If you'll begin to confess it, it won't be long till you'll be enjoying the reality of it. But you see, instead of walking in the light of what the Word says, maybe so many times folks in the church world didn't know what the Word said. Maybe we just accepted church teaching instead of New Testament teaching. We accepted what man, some man said about it or, or what the theologian said. It seems to me that the church, you know, when I use the, the, the name church here, I'm not just talking about, you know, people that are really saved. I'm just talking about the church world in general, you know, whether they're saved or not. But it seems to me like the church has been very strong in teaching man his need of righteousness, teaching man his weaknesses, teaching him his inability to please God. And it seems that the church has been very strong in the denunciation of sins in the believer. And, and, and the church has preached against unbelief, against world conformity, preached about the lack of faith, but, as a whole, we as the church have been sadly lacking in bringing forth the truth of what we are in Christ and who we are in Him and how righteousness and faith are available. Hallelujah. You see, do you, you ever notice it? Now, now, not so much anymore, not in our circles, because we've changed a lot of that. But did you ever notice? I, I noticed it for years, many, many years. 
that so many times the songs that we sing are not scriptural. John Alexander Dowie said, so many of our hymns are in bomb with unbelief. <laughs> now one verse might be scriptural, and the very next verse just unbelief and doubt. Most of them put redemption off until after death. But we just got through reading in our text that Christ is made unto us redemption now. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many of the songs that we've sung said we're going to have rest when we get to heaven. We're going to have peace when we get to heaven. We're going to have victory when we get to heaven. But thank God, the Word of God teaches us that we can have rest now. The Word of God teaches us that we have peace now. The Word of God teaches us that we have victory now. The Word of God teaches us that we can be overcomers now. Hallelujah. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven. And so many times the songs we sing and the sermons we've heard through the years, you know, there'll be no more failing when we get to heaven. Well, thank God there doesn't have to be any failure this side of heaven. I don't believe God planned that the church would be a failure. Do you? I don't believe in his plan that he planned that we would be a failure. Well, if, if one of us is a failure, even one member of the body, you know, my little finger can't have the victory without the rest of my body having the victory. Are you listening to me? And so, if one of us fails, it affects all of us. But thank God, God planned that we be victorious. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Uh, Miss Lynette. Oh, I have something that will Put together help something you. that will help everybody. Yes, this will help you in your change for the Lord. Yeah. It'll help you in your growth with the Lord. And it's uh, uh, called her grab bag special. Yes. And this bag has our faith emblem on it. And I'll tell you what, that just re will help to remind you that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, yeah. let's see. I've got a real bargain in my, oh, my grab goodness. bag. Oh, my Look at what all you got in there. You know, it's so important, honey, to know yeah, the, know will, the will of, of God, God for your life. So we have a book by your dad, yeah, How that, You Can Know the Will of God. That's my dad's book, and it's a really good book, Helping You Find the Will that's of God. That's right. And also a CD by him called... How to Receive God's Bless by my dad, Kenneth E. Hagan. That's 10 years ago, went home to be with the Lord after preaching for 67 years. And then my CD on success. You know, so many times the enemy will try to tell you, you're not going to make it. You're not going to be a success in life. And so I went through all the scriptures that of God's promises on how we can be a success in Him. And, and this has has music behind has it. Music and then it has it. what? Four three, songs. Four songs on mm -hmm. there. And it, it this is this is not one of those that will put you to sleep. This no, is one of those. It's a pepper upper. This is, yeah, this is a pepper upper. <laughs> I, hey, uh, you know, you need some energy. Play this. That's right. Don't 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 go drink something. But play, play this. That's it'll, right. it'll pep you up. 
And your book, It's Your Move? You know, a lot of people say to me, and, and really that's where this came from. In fact, I taught this, a lesson on this, because they come say, I'm waiting on God. And I got to, people got to saying that, and, and I got to reading in the Word and looking at some stuff, and I noticed that God's already moved. He's yes. waiting on us that's to move. Right. In fact, it's got a picture of a chessboard there. Now, they put that on there. I don't, I don't know how to play chess. They should have put checkers or something on there. But after one person moves, it's the other person who moves. God That's has right. already moved right here in His Word. He tells us right here that He's already done some things, but now it's up to us to do what we need to do to receive those. So that's just a little tell you a little bit about the book. I don't need to preach a sermon to you. And last, but very important, how to live worry-free. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, so many times it's like people are worrying, and like your dad said, worry is a sin. Yeah. And we need to learn how to live worry-free. This is a series that I taught uh, because people were talking about they, uh, they were stressed out. They felt like they were in bondage. And then I had some people talk to me about, well, they were they were just fearful of everything. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I put together this called How to Live Worry-Free, Stepping Out of the Bondage of Stress and Fear. And uh, I, I think it's really, really, really good. Of course, I guess I would. I, right. I, I'm the one that taught it. <laughs> and then they put it into, into a book. But uh, now, all, all of this, this stuff, like one, two, three, four, five different is almost a plus 40, the bag. Yes, is almost a forty dollar value. All right, now what are you going? Uh, what are you going to let them have it for? Nineteen ninety five. Oh, that is half price. No, that is yes, man. Look, yes, nineteen ninety five. Yes, man, that is a that's a good bargain. that's a good bargain. Plus, it will help you. Call now one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Don't delay. Call one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen in Him. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.